Welcome to the Here to Be podcast, a show that gives you full permission to be, to just be you. I'm your host, Megan, a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and embodiment coach, empowering you to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers and to lead from your inner wisdom. We're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and probably a little woo-woo. I'm so glad you're here to come with. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining me at the Here to Be podcast. I am your host, Megan. And I got have heard some of the most wonderful feedback from last week's episode with Alexia, where we were talking about living in sync with your cycle. I've had so many women reach out and say, takes have screenshots of the notes that they've taken or say, like, oh my gosh, I've never felt more validated. This makes so much sense. This, this was broken down in ways that I can grasp and I can understand. And truthfully, I cannot rave highly enough about Alexia. If you haven't listened to the podcast, go back. It's last week's episode. Check it out. Follow her on Instagram just to continue to learn more. And you know that I don't come on here and plug a lot of stuff. I don't do a lot of ads or anything like that. So when I genuinely am coming to you with, with excitement um, and spewing my love and, and adoration for somebody, it comes from such a truthful space. Alexia has been somebody that has been so pivotal in my life and so so helpful in helping me in my journey back to self. And so any way that I can share her and her wisdom, I'm going to, I'm going to do it over and over and over again. And what I really wanted to talk about today was these deeper ways that we can begin to integrate some of the wisdom that Alexia spoke about last week. We were talking about not just living in sync with your cycle, but taking that into a lens that fits in my world a little bit. And it was actually an idea of Alexia and a collaboration that the two of us got to do together is, are there ways that we can breathe to support our cycle? And of course, right? Like when I thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, of course, that makes so much sense. If we can eat specific foods, if we can move in specific ways, if we can do certain tasks or organize our life in different ways, why can't there be some focus around breathing to really support, nourish, nurture, energize, or regulate our systems in ever-changing ways of being? And I was really inspired not only by this, um, concept that we spoke about in the group that we did, but inspired to take this to my release membership community of let's start talking about being cyclical beings a little bit more. And one thing that I want to be really, really clear on, because this is, it's important to me to honor each of you and your path. It's also hits home and honors me very directly. When I, when I'm speaking about being cyclical beings, If you are somebody who has a 28, 35, you know, quote unquote, regular menstrual cycle, great. Let's plug and play these concepts into you. If you're somebody who in this season of life, that isn't you, or it's not necessarily something that 
you identify with or that you have a regular cycle, we're going to talk about, Alexia did a little bit, and we're going to expand on that a little bit more here today of how this still can be applicable to you. Because I don't want somebody to listen to this and say, well, that's not me. This doesn't apply. It absolutely can. We as females have have lived most of our life in some kind of cycle, our hormone cycle, our days cycle, our seasons cycle. We are surrounded by cycles of life, cycles and patterns that flow and that move and that shift and pivot and change. We are not the same from day to day. We, we just simply are not, even if your hormones as a, you know, if you have hormones of a male in that cycle and they are, you're still going to have different moods. You're still going to be impacted by people around you or by the weather or what you've eaten that day or how much you've rested. There's still going to be things that impact you. So how can we start to look at the, what is happening in our internal landscape and then do be, think, eat, move, breathe in ways that are supportive to that. And that's really the concept that we're going to speak into today. And truthfully, what I was so unbelievably excited to share with the release community is we're shifting things up a little bit this month. We're actually doing two months around cyclical living with recordings to help in each phase of the cycle or each season of everybody's individual cycle using those over two months because, you know, it's month one, we're getting adjusted to things, things are never going to be perfect. So really giving time to find that flow and then culminating all of that with a womb healing ceremony for the month of February. I'm beyond excited. I am beyond excited. If you want to know more about it or join the community, just send me a message. It's $60 a month. You can start or stop at any time. You get recordings, like I said, and then we gather at the end of the month and we do sessions in, in, in a group setting. I love it. It's, it's truly, truly, truly one of the highlights of my month. Um, but for you here listening to this, how, what are we, what are some things that we can share? What are some things that you can start to tune in and become aware of maybe on a deeper level, or maybe even more of a minute level. So when we think about different cycles. I'm going to break it into a season. I'm going to break it into a moon phase, and I'm going to break it into what you would typically call if you are a cyclical being. And I mentioned this briefly, and then I got on a tangent, but it's important for me to make sure that everybody listening, whoever you are, whatever season of life you're in, however you identify, whatever it is here and present for you, that you can find ways for this to fit. And this not just to be this othering thing where it fits for some people and not another. If you are newer here, or I've, I've shared this before, but I probably haven't shared it quite as recently because it's just not as pertinent in my life anymore. But for years of my life, I suffered from amenorrhea. It was something that I dealt with. It was very much connected to many things, right? My disordered eating patterns, some uh, toxic addiction patterns with exercise, with emotional things that were happening in my life. There's a lot of reasons why it's present. But when cycle sinking, that was the first way that cyclical living was introduced to me was cycle sinking with seeds or seed cycling. It was like, great, that's so cool. But how does that fit for me? 
because already in a stage of life where I was in my end of twenties through early ish thirties, not having a cycle was like, well, I mean, yeah, it was kind of, (laughs) there were parts of it that were kind of nice, but at the end of it, it was like, but this is what my body is quote unquote is supposed to be doing. And like, where do I fit into that? And a lot attached to that. So to feel like I didn't, I couldn't participate in this thing that I should be able to, it was really defeating. And to have to do the research for that for myself was also just another frustrating level. So really wanting to be clear here, this is why I'm giving three different offerings. I'm giving a season, I'm giving the moon, and I'm giving the phase of a menstrual cycle to find where it plug and play, put in where it fits for you, lean into what feels good for you. So when we talk about the the different phases, talking first about winter, new moon, and menstrual cycle. Alexia breaks this down a lot. So again, if this is kind of, I'm going to jumble in part of this quick, but go back and listen to that episode with Alexia as she is so much more well-versed on this than I am. But thinking about these three, winter, new moon, menstrual cycle. In this stage, in this place, it's where we slow down. It's where we go inward. It's a space for reflection. So thinking about what way we can breathe to support in that, right? what ways, what breath patterns can you start that draw you back in? What helps you to slow down? What helps you to nourish your body when it is being depleted? What helps you to harness some of that energy and the intensity of a new moon? A new moon is often about intention setting. It's often about reflecting right? Looking through this page and then like, where do we get to go from here? It's this new beginning. Winter is the hibernation of it all. It's the going in, knowing that the blossoming of spring is coming next. Looking then, of course, at spring, waxing moon, and your follicular phase. Concepts of these three. Great time to do some inner healing work. This, this starting to blossom, this, this excitement, this enhancement, this bubbling up of these new beginnings that are starting to see, they're maybe starting to come into fruition. And so with our breath, then we can start to lean into, move away from more of that hibernating inward nourishing. And maybe the breath can start to speed up a little bit. You can do some more activating patterns. You can play with holds. You can play with a little bit more intensity. And it's not to say that that doesn't land or fit in a different season, but it's just saying, hey, what do I need here? What would feel good for me here? Ah, oh, I know why when I'm in a breathwork session and I'm in my follicular phase or it's a waxing moon or I feel like I'm in this season of spring, that somebody doing this more passive, relaxed breath just doesn't really do it for me. I know now why my body feels a little bit more amped up or why to me, uh, a lot of times activating breathwork patterns, like a triactive pattern can push some edges and can feel a little intense, but there are certain pockets in whatever season that I'm in, that they're a little bit more accessible to me. There's a lot of layers to this. This can be very convoluted. It is not cut and dry. It is not 
black or white by any means. It's just here to give you some insight on other ways that you can start to cultivate some of these practices in honoring the season that you are in right now. Looking next then at summer, at full moon, at ovulation, there's this intensity here. There's this confidence here. There's almost sometimes balancing here of like, oh, it's so full, right? Summer, everything is lush and it's blooming and explosive in a full moon. There's that energy, right? That like, I'm here, like I'm setting what I'm calling in and maybe I'm going to burn it and I'm going to release it and I'm going to have this just full experience and expression of it. The same with ovulation. You might be on, it might be easier to socialize, to be with people. Again, talking about a time where we can add some intensity into here with the breath. You can do some of those more activating patterns or play with them for a little bit longer period of time and support where you are at. If you're going into a big presentation or I'm going to record a podcast, I can breathe into some of those energies, some of those sensations. I can harness some of that power and call it back into self. And then finally, looking at fall, at the waning moon, at our luteal phase, starting to wind down a little bit, starting to kind of tidy everything up, get all of our ducks in a row, coming back into self, remembering that we're okay, that there's safety here, that there's starting to kind of create this coziness, this warmth from within self. And maybe then that's a breath that maybe starts a little bit more intensely and then releases some of the heaviness that's starting to clear out some of the clutter that you have within self. One of my favorites for this is a snake breath, a big breath in through your nose, sending it out through your mouth, like a long S, like a hiss. And letting that go, collecting all of that energy in big as I inhale. And then letting that snake, letting that slow hiss clear and cleanse and really draw up and out anything that I've been storing, any of the leaves in the fall that are starting to drift away, turning to turn and starting to move and knowing that they're going into a next phase, a new season. Some things to just think about, some things to play, some things to explore. Like I said, we're definitely going to dive in a lot deeper. This is just the tiniest snapshot. We're going to be diving deeper during release over the next two months. If it's something you want to know, let me know. We can talk about that. If it's something you want to explore on your own, send me a message. We can also dive into what that looks like for you as well. How is this applicable for you? for the ways that you're identifying with seasons, for the season that you are in your life. It, you know, we can be in a season of maybe our internal winter. It's winter now. Maybe I want to breathe in, and I'm in the Northern hemisphere. It's my winter here, really in the depths of it. Maybe I want to just explore and play some of these slower, more inward breaths all season long. And then as the season of spring comes into my space and into my area, maybe I want to harness that. Maybe I do this with each moon cycle and I change up the way that I breathe. It just starts to get us out of these monotonous patterns. It starts to welcome in different ways of being, of exploring, of connecting back into self. Sending you so much light, so much love, always. Always. 
thank you so much for being here and for listening. I cannot tell you enough how grateful I am for you and that you get to be on this journey with me and we're here together on this wild, this wild ride. If there's something in this episode that landed with you, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend, tag me in, and I want to know, I want to hear about it. I love in the ways that we get to connect. And if you feel called, you can head over and rate and review this podcast. It helps us to grow and share and have other like-minded souls join this community and rise together. Sending you light and love always.